seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Another lazy Sunday evening. Hi. Hello. Hello. Yeah. Hello, everybody, and welcome. And welcome. Welcome. Welcome to another episode of Post Credits, our, in this instance, Sunday Night Live show. Uh, I am Jariah, joined here in studio by Sam. It is I, Sam. It's her. <laughs> uh, and then Robbie will be joining the call on his end whenever he feels ready for that. And we're just going to talk about some some things, I guess. And some stuff, maybe, even. Yes. <laughs> I'm going uh, to turn my chair over this way after, after letting this happen. And then, all right, Robbie should be in and good to go now. All right, and then I'm going to hit that. And I don't know if Robbie's talking. I hope he is. If he is like, Not yet. Well, okay, there you are. There you go. <laughs> yeah. All right. And now I'm turned around and I'm not looking at the chat. Well, I have it open on my phone, so I can't. Nothing could. Anybody talk yeah. to us. Don't worry. Nothing will ever go wrong when you're not looking at the screen. Nothing at all. Nothing I could imagine, at least. No. <laughs> <laughs> so we, uh, again, didn't do a uh, live show last night because the double features take a lot longer than I ever expect them to. And, well, it makes sense. It's double the content. Yeah. Just packed down into one episode. Yeah. Which is fine. It's totally fine. But... Totally uh, not overworked at all? No, totally not. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I guess let's talk about some things here. Uh... How, first off, I'm going to ask, Robbie, how's it going? How was your last 24 hours, I guess? They're all right. Um, just got back from a date night because I thought that gel might be uh, working tonight, but I guess not. So we went and had dinner and then went to the store and then came back here so I can come do this. Nice. Nice. So that's my bad on that end. I thought she was going to be working today. It happens. It happens. Right. But uh, other than that, fine. Cool. Not really too much to report. Like the most of the stuff that I was gonna like talk about today, stuff that happened last week. So that's totally fine. We'll talk about that. I guess. Yeah. Which, well, I guess more like this week, but you know, like after we did our live show last week. Right. I get what you're saying. <laughs> Sam, how are you doing in the last 24 hours? You've been here. Yeah, I've been here. And then you just played back for blood. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. That's what we did. Pretty today. much what we did. <laughs> Super fun game. It is pretty fun. Sounds like a good. Pre- sounds like a pretty good past twenty four hours, if you ask me. Yeah, yeah. Not too bad. It's a really, really fun co op shooter. Mm-hmm. For people that don't know, Turrock Studios did Back for Blood, and it that's the same studio that did Left for Dead and Left for Dead Two, and Valve just gave them money basically to make it a Valve game. Um, yeah, same dudes, and a little a little bit different, I guess. 
actually a lot of it different. <laughs> it's, it's quite a bit different than Left 4 Dead. Yeah. I say a lot of parts are different, but there's some similar similarities, I guess. Yeah. Like the the base gameplay of like you have a bunch of guns and you shoot zombies with a few other people and you get to the end of a level. Same thing. Uh, only difference is in this, they are split up into acts instead of just four levels with smaller levels inside of them. So you have act yeah. one, two, three, and then right. like an epilogue. Yeah. And some of them are really long. Some of them are not. <laughs> yeah. So like, that's one thing I am curious about. If once you're done completing all of the acts, if it unlocks like a randomization option or something, you can just say, I want to go through like five levels and make that an act or something. That'd be cool. Yeah. Just because, like, Act 1 is so extremely long. <laughs> like, Act 1 is nine levels. And Act 2 is, like, seven. I think Act 3 is five. And then the last, and the epilogue, they call it Act 4, but it's really an epilogue, is just one level. So I think it's, like, a giant standoff. Haven't gotten there yet, so I don't know. Mm-hmm. But you, like, unlike Left 4 Dead, you have a bunch of perks and stuff that you're able to activate at the beginning of each thing. From They're called cards, but they're perks basically because it's more of like a roguelike situation so you build this deck out. so it's almost like the perks that they had for sorry i was gonna say it's almost like the uh perks that they had for paragon then yeah actually it's it's very similar to that okay because you like do a, a level run you start off with all your basic stuff all your basic cards and every level you beat you get to pick another card out of the deck that you've built up like 15 cards And then you have like a bunch of base cards mixed in there that the game mixes in with you. And then you have something called corruption cards that the game plays against you. So if you do really, really good in a level, the next level, the game is going to play like a bunch of like, oh, you get like a boss in this level and you get a bunch of armored enemies and they run faster and a bunch of different stuff. It's really cool. And it can really fuck you up very quickly if it really wants to. (laughs) (laughs) And we're playing on easy and we've failed, actually. Yeah, we failed a few times, but... Some of it is due to, like, getting kicked. Yeah, that was actually the most frustrating thing. Because, like, you can't just complete... You can't just, like, keep trying to do a run over and over again. You get two chances. So if you fail twice, then that run is done and you have to start over. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so you lose all of the weapons you had. You lose all the cards you had. uh, You just gotta gotta do it again. But the annoying thing is, if you're kicked from it, that counts as you losing a run. Because I... The game, my my PS5 crashed on us, and I was the one hosting, so everybody was kicked, and that can that was considered us losing a life, so we lost that run. Yep, your PS5, great, amazing PS5, failed you and all of us. <laughs> <laughs> You're not wrong. It did that? That did happen. But yeah, it's super fun. I like because it's not just like also you have these four base guns and that's it. Because you're also having upgrades that you're finding throughout the whole thing, and they level up and gain power and have like different things going on with them too. So there's a lot more going on than in Left 4 Dead. Quite a bit more, actually. Okay. Mm-hmm. Which is super fun. It's a super fun game, and it's crossplay, which is nice. So if I wanted to play on PC with you guys, I'd be an option then. Yeah, you could totally do that. Hmm. That I don't think you actually know. could because you like work at four and that's like when we play, but still. Theoretically, right. you could. Yeah. <laughs> In theory. Yeah. But yeah, I've just been playing that all day and that's been a lot of fun. Yeah. 
<laughs> game is very addicting, I think. I mean, I would hope so if you're playing, if you've been playing it all day. Well, kind of all day, like from 2.30 to like 3.30 and then from like 5 to 10 minutes before we started the show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we got a few hours in. But Fair, fair. I want to talk about something that Sam and I watched real quick. We watched two things in theaters this weekend. And they probably would have been better as like a last ones in go to the movies type of situation. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> but it's fine to talk about it here as well. Because I think it, it works in any context, really. The rules don't matter. We make up the rules. We have our own rules. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we don't follow um, the rules. Not even our own. Exactly. <laughs> so we went and saw a very late showing of Lamb on Friday night. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And I'm going to say the trailers for Lamb are pretty misleading. I don't think they're misleading, I honestly, because it doesn't really show you much of anything in the trailer, yeah, from... but it also shows you everything. <laughs> pretty... <laughs> but yeah, like movie... it didn't really show anything at all for the trailers that I saw. Yeah, and that's pretty much what you get in a movie. <laughs> <laughs> but like that the tone of it is still like very foreboding and horrorish. Yeah. And that is not that movie. No, I would definitely not call it a horror movie. Um It's a sheep movie. It's a sheep movie with some mm, drama. Drama and some cute sheep. Yeah, there's a really cute sheep one, very cute lamb. Some birthing of some Little lambs. Yeah. Oh, I looked it up by real the way. Real birthings. Yeah, real yeah. birthings. She had the actress actually like trained to give birth to lambs. Well, apparently Numi Rapace, like um her grandmother taught her how to like tag the sheep. She like grew up on a farm in Iceland or something. Yeah. Or her grandma had something. I don't know, like something like that, but <laughs> so she kind of learned it there. <laughs> yeah. So she actually had to birth like like there's two live birthings of lambs in this movie and then she had to like tag a lamb and then like cut their ear i think that's what they yeah. do i'm not really i don't sure. know why they cut their ear though i don't know it's a thing is it just so people know that it's like claimed even if the tag gets ripped off or something oh, i don't know it might be just like one of those things that people do with dogs where they like clip their ears so they'll perk up or they'll Always? clip the tails yeah is that a thing yeah it's a thing it's Weird for like, yeah, it's a thing. Well, that breed dogs. Really? Yeah, it's cruel. Just so like they are always listening. No, so it, like makes their ears stand up, and they're not floppy. It's dumb. It's very dumb. What? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It, it's literally an aesthetic thing. It is. It I really didn't know is. that was a thing. Yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> People do some weird fucked up shit to animals. That's fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> well then. I know that, I guess. I'm learning a lot of evil things. I learned just what the contents of 4chan were last night, and now I learned that people just <laughs> clip, clip ears off, I guess. I mean, they'll do, like, the clipping of that, or, like, there's certain breeds of dogs and other animals that they'll cut the tails off and all this other stuff. When it comes to farm animals, I know that there's some that are either, you know, they're tagged or they just use... Because tagging is considered to be, like, more humane than if they used to brand all their animals. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah. Sorry, blocking some shit ass people on chat. Yeah. Um, oh. I don't really know what's up with like some racist bullshit assholes coming into our chat sometimes. It's very frustrating. Yeah. They don't say anything. They just share the show. I don't know why. So if you're listening, you're an idiot and fuck off. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to the racist idiots, not to the cool people. Um, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I guess I know that now. Uh, but yeah, lamb. Mm-hmm. It's, um, I don't know. It's a movie, I guess. Yeah, it's like one that's hard to explain, I guess. It's really, I wouldn't even like call it a slow burn because it doesn't really burn. It just, I don't know. Just is? Slow burn would mean that it would have to get to a point eventually. Yeah, and it doesn't really get to a point of like super clarification, I guess, but it sort of does, but it's not like world altering or anything it's just like what (laughs) yeah it's just like i didn't see that coming because they never really hinted that that was a thing it just happened but they sort of maybe did i don't know no but they didn't i don't i think there was a little bit of foreshadowing ish (laughs) not but not really but i think there was honestly i think they wanted to think there was maybe yeah i don't know like I don't know if I'd even like recommend this to most people. I would. I would only recommend <laughs> it to people that are like into like art house sort of slow, very slow paced movies that are beautiful and have good acting and weird. But also, most people would probably fall asleep. Uh yes, or if, hate it. Completely. If we didn't go to see it in theaters and pay money for it, if we were just watching it at home, mm-hmm. I would have fallen asleep watching this movie. There's that little that happens in it. That's saying a lot. Yeah. The the <sighs> should we even say the plot of the movie? I mean, it says it basically says it in the trailer that um they there are these Icelandic sheep farmers basically, <clears throat> and then one of their sheep gives birth to a half human, half sheep lamb child yeah it has like a lamb head and like a lamb hoof and like the rest of it is human so it's just one arm lamb one head lamb everything else human yeah and it sort of acts human well also, i don't know. kind of not also it's really really a really fucking weird concept <laughs> but like i feel like they didn't have anything past the concept like i'm not even yeah. sure what it's trying to like tell on the story. I don't even know if I want to like spoil because I feel like if I say what I sort of found what it was sort of about, it might. Well, do you mind if I might say ruin Robbie? It for some people? I don't know. I mean, I don't I mind. Don't, I was going to make a joke about it like, so it's a movie it. about a. F- okay, like, so it's. Sounds to me like a movie where like a farmer fucked one of his sheep and then the sheep got pregnant and had his child. That's what you'd think, but it's yeah. not. Um, okay. I don't. Um, I don't know if you ever plan to watch it, but I guess I'll spoil spoilers. <laughs> Is that okay? S- spoilers for Lamb. Yeah, <laughs> spoilers for Lamb. Um, so, 
you do kind of think that someone fucked the sheep. Um, there's like three and a half characters. <laughs> or four characters, I guess. I say half. Like three and a half human characters. <laughs> I would say that there is the dad, mm-hmm. the mom, the, the lamb, the brother, the sheep. There's five characters. The I would sheep, say. <laughs> like which sheep? The the mom sheep. Okay, the mom sheep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> the mom sheep has about as much character as any other character in this. Yeah, I suppose so. Um, but it's very slow paced, and um, I I think it introduces a lot of things into it. Never really. It never really like explains anything with words. It like tries to explain it by just showing, but it doesn't even like super like show it, like display it. No. The thing is, there if this movie was just all people, then that would be one thing and there would be like very shocking moments. Yeah. But the things that are shocking are done towards sheep. Yeah. And so <laughs> there's nothing shocking in this movie until the end and I don't think it earns like that what the fuck yeah um so the article I read um it said that it's basically about like or the concept I guess is basically like okay so this woman I guess she had a miscarriage or something or lost a child somehow at some point called Ada um lost a child something way i don't know there's like this scene with this uh like little grave tiny graveyard with like three graves yeah there's three graves there i don't know why three it never explains that the best i could come up with is like this farm seems like it's in like the family yeah i guess so maybe so. it's like the parents yeah but one of it one of them is their a, a parent child called Ada. they call her called her Ada. But whenever the sheep girl comes into the world, they also call her Ada. <laughs> yes. So basically, what I read, it's like, it's very obvious that this couple is very unhappy in the beginning with their marriage. And they're just kind of like going through the motions. Um, um, and so they see this, like this sheep girl as like a new beginning and the mother i guess sort of knows that this is not a permanent thing it's sort of a temporary happiness sort of thing yeah um and i think that sort of explains her reaction at the end where she doesn't really do anything or go after the thing yeah <laughs> um <laughs> I know this is like doesn't really make sense at all if you don't fucking but um spoil it. I don't care. Spoil it. I, I mean it, you can say. Okay, so at I the feel end, like it just the way that you guys are talking about it, it seems like this is a movie where just things happen and then the movie ends. Sort of. Yeah. Not a lot of things happen. That's the thing. <laughs> it's not even like just things are happening and then you have to figure out how it connects. It's nothing happens and then one thing happens and then it ends. Yeah. It's a lot of really nice nature shots of Iceland though. <laughs> yeah, and I learned that it's also the number one highest box office Icelandic film ever at 1 million dollars. That's because like five people live in Iceland though. <laughs> <laughs> so um, But yeah, um 
So at the... <laughs> well, I, I guess I'll go through like the major plot points. Okay. So the sheep, they have the sheep and then the mother sheep, um, she's just like an actual sheep. <laughs> Literally just a sheep. Just a sheep. Um, but <laughs> she is obviously like distraught that they took the child and is like caring for it like their own child. Yeah. And she's like constantly like trying to follow and like get closer to the child, right? Um so one day the human girl lady she <laughs> takes out she takes a shotgun and just puts a bullet right into the sheep's head and then buries it. So it's not bucking them anymore because she knows this is the actual mother and I don't want this creature to take away this child from me. <laughs> never says that, by the way. It's it just never says it. It just shows it. insinuates and shows it, I guess. Um, and so that's like one of the bigger plot points. And then another, a few other plot points is that the, the guy's brother goes there sometimes i guess he's just like a nomadic sort of person which he doesn't really have a home exactly he's oh, i don't know he seems like a rocker type of guy but um <laughs> <laughs> but he's also he also like shows up apparently he just does that from time to time yeah and it also insinuates that him and her like had an affair at one point um it it doesn't really I don't know. It doesn't really go into that. Yeah, it just kind of says, like, maybe they were closer at one point. Yeah. They were, like, slept together or something. Um, but... Keep um, going. There's that. And it, it doesn't really... <laughs> nothing really much happens. That's the thing. Um, it's just sort of like a... I don't even know if I'd call it, like, a slice of life, maybe? Maybe sort of a slice of life. No, thing, but sort of a. I don't know, man. <laughs> so, like, here's the thing. There's definitely a feeling of loss throughout the entire movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, that that's the most I can give the movie is that there is this very weird sense of loss and ruin and just emptiness, even just in the setting. Yeah, because it's a very. Uh, it's like this farm out in the middle of Icelandic nowhere <laughs> there's no trees it's just i don't know yeah and they're um, just running this farm and they just have their daily chores that they go do and then they use this lamb child to fill this empty hole which winds up to this rocker guy coming in which he like sam said he just comes through and does that event sometimes apparently mm-hmm. and he always tries to make a move on the wife which sometimes apparently that has happened before um, and then she's very against it because she's like, I have finally have like something good going on here. Like, don't ruin yeah, this. Basically have a nice family thing going on here. Yeah. Um, and so eventually there's not, there's really nothing that happens between there. Eventually they have like some nice family moments. Mm-hmm. And uh, at one point this, the uncle, I guess, or the brother, uh, is like real creeped out about this weird lamb child walking around, just doing lamb things <laughs> and treats it like a lamb. And the parents get very upset. He, almost takes it out one day to go and shoot it in the head and then doesn't 
yeah and then they just like become close yeah but it doesn't really show the part where they can become close no. or like the turning point where he decides not to do it they do that a lot in this movie they don't show like those really important turning points no it just shows like the aftermath of it i don't it's kind of odd yeah so he <laughs> takes the little auto lamb out to like fish and like walk around and do uncle stuff i guess yeah and then eventually he tries to make a move on the mom again and she kicks him out and makes him go back to the world and this is like at the end yeah this is at the very end yeah he she drops her off at, at the bus and then goes back um and then the tractor broke down at some point and it's out there so the the father and the lamb girl go out to fix it while they're away um yeah and while they're out going to fix it you just hear this gunshot whenever the mom gets home from dropping off the brother yeah and she like freaks out looking for ada looking for her husband goes and finds um well actually doesn't she doesn't go find them yet we get a shot of figuring out who what where that gunshot was and who shot it Mm -hmm. it was the same kind of shotgun that the mom used against the sheep mother and then buried her perhaps even the same shotgun i don't know the same one even Except it was somebody shooting the father, but it wasn't somebody. It was a goat-headed human being. Yeah. A full-grown man with a goat head who used the shotgun, shot the father, and then takes the hand of little Ada Lambchild and walks away. And the ending is that she finds um, her husband and then it's just kind of... Then it just ends. Ends. She goes to credits. She <laughs> finds her husband is like, no, she no, what go. is all of this? Yeah. And then the credits. But anyway, so getting that out of the way, like the point is that I read the point or lesson, if you want to call it that, is like taking things from the earth or whatever, that, or like using the earth, earth or destroying it for your own means because she used Otta for her own comfort and happiness which and Otta wasn't hers it was the sheep sheep, human human sheep man (laughs) man's child (laughs) like the twist of like oh my god a sheep man yeah is like not it's shocking because like what the fuck yeah shocking because well just like the imagery of it is like what yeah but, like, the actual thing of it, it doesn't, like, work up to that being a thing. It it's doesn't. not, like, hinted at. You know, something weird is happening because the dog is killed at one point. Yeah, you just kind of assume that maybe it was the father or the brother that had fucked the sheep at yeah. some point, And there is this <laughs> weird, like, tension about fucking a sheep in there. Yeah, I don't know. But then that's not the case. And they just thought it was some weird miracle, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> and that's literally the movie. That's pretty much the movie. Weird. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's I know, by the way, there as much dialogue as we said there to explain the movie is probably ten pages more than ha- what dialogue is actually in the movie. Yeah, there's not a lot of dialogue. Like the first words spoken are probably 15 20 i don't even know how it's a good 10 minutes in before the first word spoken and then it's probably another 30 until there's an actual conversation yeah (laughs) it's just kind of that sounds very similar to valhalla rising but valhalla rising actually has a point behind it 
the creator says there's a point to this apparently, but I don't see yeah. it. Yeah, and it's I don't even hate the movie. Actually, I think I liked it. There's some really good atmosphere to it, even if there's not like a lot of story substance to it. I guess it's a tone piece, if anything. It really, really is. But that's it. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's nothing here. I think for me on a rewatch, I don't think I could ever watch this movie again. I don't know if I could either, honestly. Um. Yeah, it's bizarre, but also like I don't know. <laughs> yeah. But also, Otta, the sheep girl, was pretty cute. So the sheep was real cute, and apparently, there's a Facebook filter or Instagram filter. Yeah, there's an Instagram to filter. have the little lamb on your chest. So you know, there's that. Yeah. <laughs> like one good thing out of it. Mm-hmm. So that was lamb. It was kind of everything that I expected, but also not. It was much less than what I expected. Yeah. I kind of expected there to be more near the The end. most gruesome thing in the entire film is watching a lamb be birthed. Yeah, two lambs. <laughs> like it's it's not a horror movie, and I feel like it's, it's advertised as being one. And it that's is. what I mean by it's misleading. Yeah. Um it is definitely like advertised as being like a horror. It's not. <laughs> not at all. I could see like a family really connecting with this or like a couple who's really trying to have a child. But like, I'm not sure who else can just connect to this on a visceral level. Yeah, it's not for everybody. This is not for everybody at all. I'd say it's for very few people. There was, so, there was a group of dude bros and their girlfriends behind <laughs> Ugh, us. Source. And they were terrible for like the first 10 minutes and then they weren't at all, which is fine, I guess. Yeah. But like walking into that theater, you knew they weren't going to like that film. Mm-hmm. they were the worst (laughs) because like the guy just like burped super loud for five seconds he's like sorry and then did it again and then started playing with his seat and he's like i think it's broken guys i think my seat's broken yeah it's really he was the fucking worst and from that second on i knew like this is not the fucking movie for you you need to leave yeah both of us were like getting ready to fucking yell at him yeah (laughs) Uh, but yeah uh, that being said i don't think it's a movie for me either but i was at least not a rude asshole and interrupted people watching it yeah i (laughs) You know, I think this is my kind of movie, to be honest. Just boring lamb stuff? Just like, I don't know, maybe. <laughs> it's weird. And I was say you're weird. very... You're very distraught, like, whether you like this or not. I think I like it, but... <laughs> I would never expect anybody else to like it. I think that's the only stance and you I can would, take. There's... I don't even know who I would recommend this to, honestly. Like, <laughs> I mean, that kind of sounds like Dryo with Ghost Story and me with, um, yeah, uh, yeah, the, which I'm already like uh, waking, or uh, waking life. Because, like, I really like that movie. I have no idea who I would recommend that movie to. Yeah, it, mm-hmm. it's actually probably more similar in tone than I would give it like that i would like to give it credit for to ghost story it is actually <laughs> um, like if you just don't connect to the material there's nothing there for you i don't think yeah and i so. think like i don't know who would connect to this really <laughs> i have no idea but yeah i liked it otherwise i thought the acting was fucking really good even though dialogue wasn't really spoken much but i like new of haze because she was in uh girl with the dragon tattoo and yeah i like her as an actress yeah. 
Um, so the other thing we watched within 12 hours yeah. was something that was actually a horror movie. Yeah. <laughs> advertised very much as a horror movie. Mm-hmm. Halloween Kills. Halloween Kills. I don't want to go into spoilers too much on this one because I feel like more people are going to watch this. <laughs> I, agree. I agree. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I have mixed opinions on it. I liked it and I thought it was really fun. It's, uh, it is a direct sequel to 2018's or 2019, whenever it came out. I think it was 2018. Yeah, 2018's Halloween. Mm-hmm. Um, it implements, it's, the best way I can describe it is, you know, every 80's slasher sequel, <laughs> this feels like every 80's slasher sequel. Okay. Just good. So if, I think if I went in being prepared for that, I would have really enjoyed it. But I went in wanting a sequel to 2018's Halloween. And I don't think it tonally matches that at all. No. This is... It is more similar to Halloween H2O. What I will say is that this is like... This has some of the funnest, like, coolest, most brutal kills. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it's also probably the fastest I've ever seen Michael Myers. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, so he actually moves fast in this then. Oh, he'll run sometimes. Yeah, but oh. I don't want to spoil it much. Yeah, I don't want to really spoil it much. But yeah, I did like it. Yeah. <sighs> I Dry is on the fence. There's just some stuff about it that I really hated. Um, And I can't really say what I hated without spoiling it because... Mm-hmm. As much as this movie is just a straight up sequel to like, or feels like a straight up sequel to any 80s slasher movie that you could find off the shelf, mm-hmm. it also does a lot of like story stuff with other characters in the background mm-hmm. while the other stuff is happening. And I kind of hated that. Really? I wanted it to be the same thing. Like, I get you couldn't do both at the same time with the same characters, but like, I don't know. Maybe I'm just stuck on the idea that it feels political because it did feel political to me. I don't. Well, I mean, it shows like humanity as well. It shows that humanity can also be monsters and not just like this weird monster man thing. Yeah. (laughs) Another thing that's like. But I don't really see as political exactly, but maybe like towing that line is like commentary. Yes, it's definitely social commentary. But I think that commentary could be relevant at any point ever. Yeah. But it's definitely social commentary. Yeah. There's no doubt about that. (laughs) I think I just didn't like it because it felt so hateful. Like how so? Like Like just the entire... And like, I think you're supposed to feel down at the end of it. At the end of this one, you're supposed to like not feel good about it. But like... It feels hateful and like it's you're just kind of stuck in this evil hate throughout the whole thing. And there's like no good. In yeah, this world. there is. Yeah, it's what it feels like. There's like nothing good, and it really perpetuates that throughout every single character. Yeah, I suppose. I suppose so. I mean, I can't really talk about it without spoiling it. Really. Yeah, because it's it's super heavy spoiler, and it goes a lot into like Halloween, the first Halloween lore. Mm-hmm. And picks characters that you would think would have no place in being involved in the story at all, mm-hmm. which I thought was that was kind of lame in some parts too. But whatever. Um, 
And they bring back characters that like didn't need to be brought back from the last one, too. <laughs> so I don't know. I think when I watch it again on 4K when I buy it. <laughs> you don't know if you like it, but you're going to buy it on 4K. <laughs> I have to have it. I think if I go into it knowing what to expect, I will like it more. But I went into it wanting more of that tonal shift that 2018 had. Yeah. Which I feel like it had the brutality of like Rob Zombie's Halloween movies, but had the tone of the original Halloween. And this one feels like it almost could have been in that same Rob Zombie series to me. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's what I ended up feeling weird about it. I will agree that it didn't have really the same tone as the first, the 2018. No, it did not at all. Which makes me wonder like, what the next one is going to be because without even spoiling it, they they had already planned ahead because Danny McBride is one of the writers, which I think is where this movie gets most of its comedy because it is yeah. very funny at very at sometimes. Yeah, it is. Um, I they one hundred percent from the very start said they have a trilogy in mind. If they can't do the trilogy, they don't want to do any of it. So the trilogy was greenlit. This movie was supposed to come out last Halloween and it didn't because of COVID. Mm-hmm. So we're probably going to get the next one if we're lucky this Halloween. If we're unlucky next Halloween. Also, we went to go see Lamb on the night that this came out, or one of the... Yeah, the night that Halloween premiered. And it was, like, super, super fucking packed. Yeah, I have not seen a movie theater that packed in a long time. Even Mm -hmm. pre-COVID, I have not seen a movie theater that packed. Yeah. (laughs) That theater specifically, too. Yeah, the theater we went to was literally packed. Like, we were waiting in line for a soda for, like, 30 minutes and almost Mm -hmm. missed Lamb. And Liz is like, do you guys just want me to, like, wait in line for you? And thankfully, she she was she did that because we would have missed like the first five minutes of that movie, and nothing yeah. would have happened. Yeah, we wouldn't have missed anything really. <laughs> <laughs> but like, you guys would have been sitting there the entire time, just like, oh, like I'm pretty sure something crazy happened in the first five minutes, and this is just like you know, giving us something to feed on, like the first five minutes that we just missed, and then hopefully something crazy is gonna happen at the end. <laughs> yeah, like the best way I can describe Lamb, I think, is you know how in the Vavitch. Like the first 10 minutes is yeah. so fucking intense and crazy. And then the rest mm-hmm. of it's real slow until the very end. What if yeah. only the slow parts throughout the every <laughs> single part? And then like five seconds. And I end. thought about asking yeah. about that too, but. <laughs> like the witch is a fucking roller coaster ride compared to lamb. It is. Yeah. <laughs> Which I don't even that think is saying is a lot. like slow i mean like a lot of people would think it because it's not like a typical horror film right it's an atmospheric piece but <laughs> but there's stuff that still but happens. there's a point at the end of the witch yeah and it's building towards something yeah, yeah some crazy shit goes down <laughs> lamb's not that no it just yeah <laughs> it just sort of exists and iceland sur- sure is pretty yes very iceland is one of the most beautiful fucking countries yeah so yeah, that's what we did. I w- I would say if you are a fan of Halloween, go watch Halloween Kills. But just well, yeah, go. Don't expect the next coming of Jesus on this one. Or you might really fucking like it. Don't go in expecting 2018's <laughs> Halloween. Then how about that? Or you might really fucking like it. <laughs> just don't go in expecting the same tone. That's that was my mistake. I wanted more of that, and it just wasn't. Uh, wasn't that i thought it was fun and i thought it was a good movie to watch in october because it felt really it felt going to it felt good because there's a lot of 
like so excitement, I guess, surrounding it. There was. And it's not something that you get a lot and especially the last few years. That's true. Like it had easily the highest kill count of any Halloween movie. Easily. Like even in the first 20 minutes, I think it has the highest kill count of any Halloween movie, if we're being honest. Mm-hmm. And the most There's also a lot to say. Kills. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's like fucking massacre. Yeah. But, um... It really is. <laughs> okay. Um Cool. All right. Sorry, just having to block this asshole numerous yeah. times because he keeps coming in. I don't even know if it's like a bot or anything. No. So, like, we've bought blocked, I think, probably upwards of 30 profiles that say about the same thing here. Yeah. And the thing is, you can't report these profiles that I see on here. You can just block them. Yeah. Because it's saying, like, horrible like racial racial slurs in their username and you can't fucking do shit about it on podbean apparently yeah i've contacted them and they haven't gotten back to me about That's it awesome. yet, so it's very frustrating um yeah i i think most of these names started popping up after that one guy called us liberal freaks yeah so i would bet they're very connected probably so that's fun mm-hmm. that's that's fun to have to deal with you know yeah, so anybody out here listening, fucking send an email to Podbean. Tell them to get their shit together. <laughs> Honestly, it's extremely frustrating. Yeah, it's extremely frustrating. We don't want that fucking connected to our show at all. Yeah. <laughs> um, but anyway. Yeah. Uh, actually, in fact, I'm going to ask some people in chat here. Mexican Otaku... Uh, Robbie, who anybody out there, could you just share it so we can knock this asshole out of the uh, engagement? That would make me feel pretty good, actually. Yeah, <laughs> because currently his our top listener, and I just don't want people to come in and see that awful shit. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, share it. That would that would make my life much better right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. So yeah. That was what we've done. We basically spent the entire weekend in a theater and then podcasting. Yeah. Uh, for people who are, are listening to this, I guess deserve to know. This is post credits after all. The uh, the things that we watched for our regular episode that'll be coming out on Thursday. We watched Oculus mm-hmm. and we watched Sinister. Yeah. In a goal to try and make E scared for once. Mm-hmm. I don't. Eh? <laughs> I don't think he was scared in the moment, you know. Maybe, maybe those images will creep back into his brain in the middle of the night. Yeah. <laughs> in the darkness. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm hoping. Because he said, like, Oculus is going to stick with him for a few weeks. Yeah, but not because it's scary. It's because, well, right. spoilers, he really liked it. So. Yeah, he really loved that movie. I don't blame him. It's a great movie. That was a good episode, I think. So listen to it. Keep an ear out for that. Yeah. (laughs) But, Robbie, what what have you been doing? You been playing anything lately? Doing anything lately? So the most I've been playing lately is I'm still working on control. Like I said, I found that game Rekinder, which I thought about playing whenever I got home last night, but I just ended up falling asleep. (laughs) Um... So I did finish Squid Games today, though. Nice. Okay. I haven't finished it. Don't spoil. 
Yeah, I won't Don't spoil any of it. I, spoil it. I did like it. Uh, I like it. Uh, I kind of get where their message is going with it. Um, I the I think the main thing that I don't agree with is people saying that it's a lot like Battle Royale or like Hunger Games. I disagree with people's sentiments on that. I think if I was going to compare like it is very much its own thing and yeah. it has like its own story to tell. But if I had to compare it to anything, I'd probably compare it closer to movies like Running Man or Death Race or in a weird way, almost like a competitive version of Saw. Kind of, yeah. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah. I don't yeah, I wouldn't really compare it to Battle Royale either, other than like a bunch of people dying. <laughs> yeah. Like besides that, it has more of like a weird game like that reason I say like running man is because it has more of like a dystopian game show feel to it. Yeah, it does actually. It does, you're right. I don't know. I, I ended up I just think maybe it's just not the show for me because I ended up just thinking it's good, but not special i guess like everybody else yeah like it, it's not like it's not like think, earth shattering don't get me wrong but i did enjoy it though i think it's really entertaining yeah the thing that gets to me is how everybody after episode six is like this is the most emotional thing i've ever seen i've never cried this much on anything but like i was never attached to any of those characters like, i mean i was I, I found it sad it's not the saddest thing i've ever seen in a, a show or a movie but I would agree. Like it's it's meant to like tug at it's like meant to like tug at your heartstrings if you are rooting for some characters. Um, Mexican otaku said in the chat, um, "The sub does it justice as a dub ruins it." Yeah, I watched the sub. I don't Me watch too. dubs, but like I just didn't think it was sad. Honestly, I just thought it was kind of mediocre for like the emotional stuff. Like because I again. Maybe this is just a me problem, but I literally hated every one of these characters, and I thought that they were the absolute worst. And good job. I mean, I think that's what it is, is because uh, some people get attached to those characters, and that's why they like it, is because they're rooting for said characters. And so if you're not rooting for anybody, then it's just a show. Yeah, like, I wanted them all to die. I think all the characters you follow in that are actual trash. So... <laughs> Yeah, Mexican Otaku says they're definitely not attached to any of the characters, but the story is entertaining to watch. I agree. Yeah, I think it's entertaining. Yeah, I, I don't know. I think I'm on episode seven or something, and I like some of the characters. Um, I wouldn't say I'm like gonna cry or anything if people die, <laughs> but yeah, I'm definitely rooting for certain people. <laughs> like. Without right. spoiling anything, and they've already said they're not going to do another season, or the creator has no interest in any other seasons at all for this. Mm -hmm. But if they were to, I would be interested in what that second season would look like more than this one. Hmm. Yeah, because the way it almost ends on a cliffhanger. Almost. And you can definitely see where like they could do more with it, but... Yeah, and that's what I'm saying, because like, it, it feels like... The way that they ended it, it feels like you're okay with the ending right there, but it feels like there's more of a story to tell. Yeah. But I think that's enough about squid games before we accidentally spoil something. <laughs> Take my headphones yeah. off just uh, in case. <laughs> yeah. I, I was trying my best not to say anything spoilery. <laughs> I, I don't feel like I did. I, I hope I didn't. Um, other than that, another thing that was actually pretty uh, recent that I watched, which dry rolled his eyes at me for it is uh, I watched Malignant right before they took it off of HBO Max, which literally like 
the day they were taking it off of HBO Max at midnight, I started watching the movie. So like literally I had like minutes to start it. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. Knowing so it is so good. But I did watch it. it. Yeah. It uh it's it's more fun than it is scary. I'll yes. say that much. Yeah, absolutely. And uh yeah. And uh it's one of those things like if you watch it like wanting kind of like a fun horror movie instead of a scary movie, that definitely it is a great movie to watch. It definitely took some twists and turns that I wasn't really expecting. But like you guys said, it doesn't like really give you an idea of what the hell is going on while watching the trailer for that either. And then even like the first, I want to say at least the first half of the movie, I was still like, what the fuck is going on with this movie? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think it does a really great job of almost tricking you into thinking it's a normal James Wan movie. (laughs) And then it kicks you in the ass with like, what the fuck? And it's so good. It's... um super aware of itself yes it's very so oh yeah it's very very much anybody that is not like super into horror or like like as a genre as a whole um would probably think it's just stupid and like dumb but like i don't know it it knows it is (laughs) so Yeah. yeah there's a lot of aspects that i really did like about that movie though too me too like it's yeah, I, I don't want to say too much just because I don't want to spoil it for people because it is definitely worth a watch, especially if you are a horror fan. Yeah, it definitely took some left turns that I just was not expecting because I felt like there's like certain aspects of it that are going to be like very cliche and almost nothing about that movie is cliche in the best way possible. Uh, I would say the whole thing is fucking cliche in the best way possible. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's like the most BS B movie in the world. Yeah, it's like the most nineties, yeah, yeah like, it is. fucking eighties, nineties ass fucking horror film. <laughs> yeah, I do kind of agree with Dry that there's like certain scenes of that just kind of reminded me of like um, uh, House on Haunted Hill a little bit. Just yeah. like the tone that they took with it. Like Im- the first, like the opening of the movie, the first five minutes when they're like at the asylum, that just immediately kicked me to like House on Haunted Hill remake. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. I, th- I there was one thing especially with like Go ahead. Oh, oh, I was just going to say that uh I I I knew it was going to be a quote in the movie as soon as it said like it's time for us to cut out the cancer. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like I knew it was going to be a quote throughout the entire movie as soon as they said that I was just like, "Yep, that that's going to be definitely a theme of this movie." <laughs> Would you say that if like the creature or whatever feels like they made it specifically just to put it in dead by daylight <laughs> i don't know if because that's the mm, feel i got from it. <laughs> like that that creature was i don't know like, if i got that feeling from it in that game <laughs> dead by daylight that's the one right yeah one with all the fucking yeah. killers and shit yeah i would be, i yeah. i think that james wan would be missing an advertising opportunity of the century if he does not try and put that killer in dead i by could daylight. absolutely see it in there <laughs> i mean i think yeah. the biggest thing about that being a killer in dead by daylight is like most of them aren't like super fast and athletic like this one is yeah but also it's just like super generic lame killer yeah looking and that's it's like dead really by daylight dumb design <laughs> yeah but like that's what i like about it which yeah. i think that's good yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah, that's I'm I'm glad you enjoyed that. Yeah, that that was a it was very interesting. I'll say that much. 
Yeah. Uh-huh. Cool. Um, uh, other thing... than that, like I told you, I was. Oh, go on. No, go on. I'll talk about it later. That's not really a thing. Uh, that I was I just gonna say I really told watched. Dry that I would explain to him of like something that happened whenever I came home last week from the podcast. Because Dry had like bought all of us some Del Taco to eat, and all of last week, like while we were doing the podcast, I don't know if it came up on the mics at all, but like my stomach was making a sound. Like a kitchen sink was draining for like the entire time that we were doing that. And like I went home and I felt kind of okay. Like my stomach wasn't like hurting or anything. So I didn't think much of it. But apparently I was just like, I let out like all of the farts whenever I was sleeping at night. And I had to hear about it in the morning. I had to hear about it in the morning whenever I got up. And then like, sorry. And like I went and I used the bathroom and like, uh, we talked in the living room for a little bit and like we're cleaning up the house and everything and she runs back into the uh, into the bedroom and the first thing I hear her say is oh god it smells like eggs in here <laughs> like, the, the sound of Febreze being sprayed along with the fan being turned on <laughs> and so like apparently it was just one of those things where like we got used to the smell because we were just like s- sleeping in the stank of it <laughs> Yeah, I just, <laughs> that's why that is exactly why dry got a text in the more or later on that day saying don't feed Robbie Del Taco anymore please <laughs> just go like lift up the comforter and a skull and crossbones cloud floats out of it <laughs> yeah pretty much yeah oh no <laughs> which I oh, guess is awful. kind of on brand for me anyways just because like dry can tell a story of like back when we used to like do youth groups and stuff like that that like i went to go use the bathroom one day and 30 minutes later i came out and everybody had to leave the church because it was just too smelled too bad in the entire place robbie literally after i opened the door from using the bathroom at church i did the 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 pastor straight up told me if i need to use the bathroom i need to go home and that was just a rule that i had to follow for like the entire time that uh, we still went to youth yep so (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> to be There's fair though my diet was probably more garbage than it is now <laughs> apparently yeah I need to be exercised in the church <laughs> no not in the church apparently <laughs> apparently they, they let me once and after that they were done like yeah that one was one was enough <laughs> so yeah awful just awful yeah but yeah, that's why you're getting text messages later on that day saying never feed me Del Taco again. So I figured I'd yeah. give you a little bit of clarity on like what happened with that. Is apparently because yeah. like I thought I was I, I felt fine, but apparently sleeping me thought different. I guess you just don't get cheap tacos anymore, Robbie. Nope. <laughs> I guess not. So I, I got to say goodbye to cheap tacos. I guess that's what turning thirty d- did to me. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Uh, but another uh, thing. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, I was just going to say, like, uh, I was going to talk about Rekinder a little bit, which I haven't really played much of it. I just, like, got it working on my computer, considering it's, like, an old RPG Maker game, which automatically I'm pretty sure Dry would just be like, I'm out with it. Yeah, but not for me. But, you know. I guess, like, yeah. Um, I guess it's supposed to have a pretty dark storyline to it, though. And uh, they say, like, because there's multiple endings to it. And I guess it came up recently. Because I guess somewhat recently, the original creator of that game actually killed himself in one of the ways that you can die in the game. 
Oh, that's fucked that's up. That's fucking dark. Yeah. Yeah, that's actually why I, I end up finding out. Like, that's why I heard about this game and why people are starting to recommend it again. <laughs> that's a really dark way to Weird. find out how to play a game. Yeah. Yeah, I thought so, too, because, like, I found out about the games like, oh, OK, this seems pretty cool. And then, like, started like, OK, well, I need to get this in order to get the RB. Like, I need to go to this website in order to get to this. And, like, uh, I ended up having to read a Reddit thread on, like, uh, where to find the game to download it. And they're talking about how he killed himself recently. And, like, the way that he killed himself is one of the endings of that game. And I was just kind of like an oh, oh, shit moment. Yeah, that's that's straight up awful. Um, I guess I should yeah. ask. What is this game about? Because you've talked about it a little bit, but I don't like what it, it's just a turn based RPG or like it's a turn based RPG from what I know so far, which isn't a lot. Like I said, I've literally like I haven't gotten out of the beginning area of the game, but I guess you go to visit your grandparents in this town. And when you get to the town, like it's very desolate and like it's very like everything's like very dystopian there. And you find out that like a lot of people that you knew in that town had either died or killed themselves. And like you're trying to figure out like what happened to this town to make everything go to shit, basically. Okay. And it's supposed to be like kind of this personal journey of like uh, like a journey dealing with like subject matters of depression and suicide and all this other stuff. And I think it was in a weird way probably made because the creator was fighting some demons while he was making the game. I think and it seems as of recently yeah, and I think as of recently, it seemed that he lost that battle with those demons. Yeah. Man, that's rough. That's really rough. Yeah. But yeah, I guess it was just kind of like an obscure little RPG game that um, was basically known because like some um, some of like the lesser known Let's Players had played it on YouTube, which is how the people who follow the game and people who love the game, I guess that's how they found out about it. What was the name of the game again? But, a uh, rekinder rekinder so R- someone was that yeah. r e okay. I'll, I'll actually just spell it out in chat if anything then okay okay got on my phone <laughs> yeah, so it sounds to... really dark <laughs> yeah I-, I went to go send it it's like you have to verify your email it's like i verified my email well good it sounds Apparently very it was dark too long ago that i verified somewhat but... interesting but I don't think I could do yeah, it, a turn-based system to play that game. Right. And that's some, like, it seems more of something that would be like ease kind of game. Right. At least when it to... comes to like the gameplay mechanics of it. Yeah. Oh, wait. Let me see. Sorry. I'm kind of looking at it. Sam has actually played this 17 no. times. No, I think I may have watched like a Let's Play or something, but I'm not sure if this is the same game or not. I mean, to be fair, like there are some, um, there are some like RPG maker games that are very like cut and paste, and so like all of them kind of, like there's a lot of them that look very similar, if not the same. Oh, okay. It looks kind of like Pokemon. Oh, kinda weird. But from like, what I'm seeing on here, if that's like uh, correct, the art style reminds me of like early Flash. Weird. Then again, the game was made in 2003, so kind of is early Flash. Let me see here. Let me pull this up, see if I don't break everything. Don't break anything. I might actually break everything. I don't break anything. <laughs> okay. Just going to click this playthrough part one, turn this volume all the way down. 
Watch this ad for. Watch this ad. <laughs> oh, here's your boy. As one oh, does. Zelda, like top down. Oh, yeah. This looks just RPG. fucking like Pokemon. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to mute this guy. He's annoying. Okay. Continuing. A lot of talking. Maple cookie. Got it. Man. I have only seen people talking in a room so far. Well, I mean, RPG. a lot of it is talking. I guess they're actually, yeah, it is RPG. Like there are, there is turn-based uh, combat in the game, but from what I've seen, like, I don't know if there's actually a way. For, I don't think on Podbean there's a way for me to like send you guys screenshots of the game or anything. I don't think so. No. Well, we're looking at like a video sort of it. Wow, you don't do anything yeah. in these first forty minutes, huh? No, it's mostly <laughs> you just like getting ready to go see your grandparents at the very beginning of the game. Oops, I I'm probably going through the town and like dealing with like what's happening in the town. Okay, there's like a weird leg demon. Okay, Nightingale. Sure. Yeah, for most of what I've seen is like there's like this weird teddy bear demon that you have to fight, and then there's also whatever in the hell that thing is. It looks like a weird cherub demon baby. <laughs> All right, got after one hour in, there's one fight finally. Let's see. <laughs> Well, there's probably one. I don't know. Anyway, this is a um, podcast and you can't see it. So go Google that if you yeah, want. Yeah. Which is why we're like trying to describe it as best as possible. But <laughs> The overworld um, really does just look like a Pokemon game. And then the battle system looks uh, pretty basic, actually. It looks like the haunted places in yeah. a Pokemon game. <laughs> yeah, it looks like the I mean, creepy I guess another thing about it is... Um, yeah, I was going to say with uh, another thing is a game that E really liked was uh, Omari. And the art style and like the way that things kind of play in this seemed somewhat similar to like it seemed like Omari may have actually gotten some inspiration from this game. I can't say that for sure, but that's like a theory of mine. Okay. Which Omari um, is a game you can get on Steam. Alright, Mexico Otaku is asking it's a slow burn kind of game? Which maybe. I would assume so, but like, yeah, I haven't gotten very far. Like I figured I would probably play it tonight or like play it throughout the week to give you guys like a better idea of what it is exactly. Yeah, but like I heard great. about it and it was even like an obscure, uh, it, yeah, it was straight up in an obscure kind of YouTube video. It's a YouTube video that had like maybe 15,000 uh, views on it from like a channel that doesn't have a whole lot of subs on it that I, I got recommended this game to like, or I got recommended their review of this game, I should say. Huh? And, like, I might they started have to look talking up about it. Story. Yeah. And uh, like they started talking about it and I was like, okay, this sounds interesting. And I shut off the video so I can uh, download the game, try it for myself, and then come back to the video and listen to it again. There you go. But Work it does. It. Yeah, it does seem. But oh. go, on. <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> I was just going to say, like, it seems like because I kind of like those like dark and depressing style games and. So it seemed like it was something that would be my cup of tea to try out. I didn't realize like whenever I first started talking about it that that happened to the creator though. Yeah, that's a that is a tragedy. No, no other way to put it. It is. All right. All right. Well, that's all I have in my in my burner to talk about. <laughs> yeah, I mean, one thing that I will watch and probably hate is that the third season of You apparently just came out. <laughs> yeah. Squid Game is off of the number one slot on Netflix. Yeah, so I'm going to watch that, and I'll probably complain about it or talk about it next week <laughs> live show. <laughs> yeah, um, 
I haven't seen a single episode of that show, but Jell watched it and she watched it on my Netflix. So she, or it wouldn't be recommended on her Netflix. <laughs> so like I was the one who told her like, by the way, they're making a new season. And then she sounded really annoyed that they're making another season. And I was like, do you not want to watch it? And she's just like, no, I'm going to watch it. Like, it, it sounded like Drya, whatever Drya found out that they're going to be making a part two to The Last of Us. Yeah. Because Drya felt like that game ended perfectly. And so the fact that they're making a sequel pissed him off. And I was like, well, you don't have to play it. He's like, yeah, that's stupid. I'm still going to play. It. I'm just going to complain about it the whole time. And you know what? Last of Us 2, much better than Last of Us 1. It's a fucking good game. Mm. Yeah, you can play it on PlayStation now if you have PlayStation now. <laughs> No, not you can you can play it on PlayStation right now, but also you can play it on the service that is named PlayStation now. now. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> they should rename that. Maybe. <laughs> or else you have to be like, you can currently play it on PlayStation now. Yeah. <laughs> now. <laughs> on the service. You play it on PlayStation, PlayStation now. now, like now. right now. Play, yeah. play it on station now. Now. Anyway. <laughs> play it on station now. Now. <laughs> um oh one thing i did want to bring up just get your guys's thoughts on what how you if you think this is a good thing or not i guess um that 70s show is getting a sequel show nah (laughs) (laughs) didn't it already have a sequel show no it wasn't there like that 80s show or something so that was a spiritual successor that followed a cousin of eric or not even eric foreman it was a cousin of What's his name? The guy who Ashton Kutcher played? Kelso? It was the cousin uh, of yeah, Kelso, Kelso, I think. And like none of the original characters were in it at all. They're barely even mentioned once in the like, pilot episode. Um, but yeah, the That 70s Show sequel show was picked up by Netflix. One season, 10 episodes so far. Meh. And it is going to be Eric Foreman's daughter. Uh, can't hang out for the summer because Eric Foreman is too busy, so he sends her for the summer to live with their grandparents, mm. which is Red and Kitty. Ugh. And that, that's how <laughs> they get back to that town. <laughs> I don't give a single fuck. I don't care. <laughs> Did you even like that 70s show? No. Okay, well. <laughs> no, not her I jelly, not her jam. sitcoms in general. For wow. Part, I think. Wow. I don't know if there's any sitcoms I like. Friends? No, fuck no. Cheers? No. Oh, it's Scrubs. Scrubs isn't really a sitcom. <laughs> it's a sitcom. It's like a. It is drama. a single camera sitcom. Comedy. Drama. It's a sitcom. Yeah, I don't really consider that a sitcom. Well, I that's think what sitcoms good. are still. Mm. Yeah, it, it it's a sitcom in the same vein that uh Mash was a sitcom. Yeah. Meh. Mash was also a sitcom. Meh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Frasier. I don't like things that aren't good. Frasier? Do you like Frasier? No. I've never seen it in my life. You would like it. Never seen Seinfeld in my life. Never seen fucking I don't care. I'm not gonna Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Okay. Always Sunny is great, but I wouldn't call it's it a sitcom. sitcom. It's a sitcom. Mm-hmm. It is a single kind camera of, sitcom. Kind of, but that's good. And yeah. Wow. <laughs> you like it so it couldn't possibly be a sitcom yeah exactly <laughs> that's like <laughs> wow that's against the feng shui that is Samantha <laughs> yes <laughs> um wow <laughs> I, anyway, I'm I mean to be fair I think now. Sam would probably like what we do in the shadows it is, I do 
I like that show. It's hilarious. It's a sitcom. See? I wouldn't say it's a sitcom. Yeah. You can't just Why do you call it a sitcom? Because <laughs> it's literally what it is. What is a sitcom? <laughs> a sitcom. A situational comedy. A situational comedy. Um, uh, Are you uh, trying to tell me what we do in the shadows is not a situational comedy? It is situational and it's comedy. So <laughs> how about the IT crowd? IT crowd is also very good. That is a, also a sitcom. sitcom with an audience. So <laughs> you like a sitcom. I only like good things. You though. like a traditionally thought of sitcom. I wouldn't say those are traditional, though. How is the IT crowd not a traditional sitcom? Eh, it kind of is. <laughs> it exactly is. <laughs> the IT crowd is everything that Big Bang Theory wishes it was. Ugh. Yes, that's true. Big Bang Theory is a total sitcom and it sucks ass balls. That is the worst. I agree. <laughs> yes. Um, that is 100% a sitcom. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I'm, I because she doesn't like it, it's automatically a sitcom. Just whatever Sam doesn't like is I a sitcom. I don't like the word sitcom. I don't like it. So, it so Sam is, is that, currently debating is whether Lamb is a sitcom or not then. Yes, yeah, so I think Lamb is a sitcom for me. <laughs> <It's a situation>. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess depends on how you look at it. <laughs> I don't know. Do you find Lamb death funny? Then it's probably a situational comedy. There are situations and there are comedy. There's a little comedy. There's maybe a joke in the entire movie. There's a little comedy. Um. Well, no. Like. So yeah, yeah. Lamb is a sitcom. Bad. <laughs> I think I don't like Lamb. I think I like it. I'm gonna say it to Nevin one of these days too, and he's gonna be like, "You fucker." He's gonna be like, this "Probably." I'm <laughs> probably gonna think it's like the big, best piece of art he's seen in like 20 years or something. <laughs> the best thing nope. he's seen since Salo. He loves Salo. Which I, yeah, I know. He told me he loves Salo, and I ripped into him because of that. Because that movie's garbage. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a, literal shit. It's literal shit. <laughs> yeah, it, there's literally shit eating in that movie. There's literal shit. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I guess if you're really into that, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> that maybe that's a sitcom too. I think that's if a, you're I really into Salo's that, and I mean, you have a guy towards the end of the movie. Me and Rocky were laughing about that movie because there's a guy like. <laughs> One of the Nazis is just wearing a dress for whatever fucking reason. And the dude's like super cockeyed. And so he just looks super silly wearing a dress while looking in two directions. <laughs> Situational comedy. Sounds awful. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, I think that's going to do it for us this evening. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I don't really think I have much else to talk Not a lot. There's not a no, lot this I week. I will definitely get back to you guys on my thoughts on Rekinder. I just need to get to like a point where something's actually happening in the game other yes, than I'm I, going to my grandparents. Yeah, I am very uh, excited to hear what your thoughts on that are. Okay. And I'll get back to you. Yeah, I will definitely you. get back to you guys. Like, cool. Season three. <laughs> yeah, if anything, you might have to get gel on that week. episode. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. Next week, I'll tell you guys how the British Bake Off is going. We can we can complain awesome. about that show and how shitty it is, or how shitty the characters. <laughs> yeah, because like 
particular. Yeah, because like she likes watching that show, but she hates the characters, I, I believe, because like she got really annoyed when I told her there's going to be season three, but she's definitely going to watch it. Yeah, me too. But... Sometimes you just need something to hate watch. Yeah. Everybody needs a sitcom. Yeah, there. that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> all right well Sam, i think it's gonna be a new podcast inside joke yeah uh, i think that right. one right up next to that's just white people pandering <laughs> that's that's all indiana jones is white people pandering panders yeah. white people. <laughs> all no, right sam <laughs> if people want to get a hold of us where can they do that uh we have a link tree <clears throat> so it's gonna be L I N K dot nope L I N K slash nope. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta look this up. <laughs> we have a link tree. No, no, I'll oh, get it right. All right, I'll Sam's, get it right. Sam's gonna do it. I'm gonna She's get it right. Dedicated to getting this right, I guess. Be good at it. Yep, Sorry. yep, yep. Um, it's L I N K T R dot E E. Slash L O I P backslash. Nope, just slash. Just slash L O I P. Okay. So yeah, we have a link tree. L A N K D R dot slash L O I P. And you can find all of our socials and where to listen and all that on there. And of course, follow our Instagram. Uh, we need more followers. Yeah, follow our um, Instagram. It's very good. Facebook, and I don't like do the Twitter thing, but follow that as well. If you want. Um, it's not very want. active. Yeah. I do that. So. Yeah. So. <laughs> um, what else? That's it. That's now it's all. now Robbie's here, so we don't have to do a Robbie impression. Robbie can do a Robbie impression. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I can do my Take terrible Robbie impression. Robbie. Cool. <laughs> all right. So if you're out and about, make sure to be kind to one another and make sure to be safe. Make sure to wear a mask, stay six feet apart, wash your hands for at least 20 seconds, get vaccinated if you can. But if not, make sure to stay home, stay alone, stay alive. And whether this is the very first time you've listened to us or you've been with us since the very beginning, thank you for listening. Yes, thank you all so much. Thank you, uh, the people listening and people in chat who shared it to get that horrible name marked down on there more. Uh, thank you, Sam. I tried. Yep. <laughs> thank you, Robbie. Not a problem. Everybody out there, have a great week. We'll talk to you again later. Bye. Bye. Bye.